are listening to the Becoming Yourself podcast, your bi-weekly dose of self-discovery hosted by me, Veronica Tai, and me, Elena Gieses. We are a lifestyle and personal development podcast created for women who feel like they might be living the wrong version of their lives, but know that they're capable of something much bigger and better. Our promise is to deliver authentic content to help you develop a better relationship with the most important person there is, with yourself, and see what incredible impact it can have on all areas of your life. Welcome to the journey of becoming yourself. Hi guys, welcome back to the Becoming Yourself podcast. We are so happy that you are joining us today. Today, me and Elena are going to take you on a ride of a conversation. We're going to be talking about something that's probably on a lot of our listeners' minds right now, which is purpose. There are two very important, life-changing, pivotal questions that one can ask themselves. The first one is the very existential, who am I? And the second one that usually follows up really closely is, why am I here? What's my purpose? And if you've asked yourself that second question before, then you know that that answer isn't very straightforward. It's not a matter of thinking it through or something that you can ask a parent or a friend or a boss or coworker about. It's something that really asks you to look inside for the answer. And that answer, why am I here? What is my purpose? Is much coveted by many. And I'm sure you've probably been contemplating it before as well. Why am I here and what's my purpose? Because that's what leads us to fulfillment and the happiness that we look for. So we're going to unpack this. What is Mm -hmm. purpose? How do we find our purpose? How do we get into alignment? Because you know what? Even though sometimes we know what our purpose is, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's all that easy to go for it. In fact, sometimes people know exactly what their purpose is and then they freeze and they get stuck because they don't know how to pursue it. Oh my goodness, Elena, are you ready for this? (laughs) Hello, everyone. I think it's the first episode that we're recording while I'm in Costa Rica, actually. (laughs) We didn't even say, yeah, we didn't tell everyone yet. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious by now. <laughs> I think by the time this episode comes out, I'll be already almost on the way back to Canada, maybe. I don't know. We'll see what life's, um, how life unfolds. But yes, I, I love that we're talking about this topic today. And it's been on my mind for, for a while now. And I don't know if there's ever, um, you know, a day when you figured it all out I think just like Mm. (laughs) just like any process in life like it it always unfolds and develops um and um I was actually listening to a great podcast and someone uh, I forgot I think maybe it even was Oprah and she did say something uh, along the lines of um, your real job in life is to figure out your calling like that mm-hmm. that's the only job you have and th- when you find it you have to honor it um, so um, I've this has been a lot on my mind and right now I'm at a place where energetically um, I feel like it's, it's, um, it's just at the top of my, of, of, um, of my mind all the time. Like, this is what I'm contemplating. This is what I'm meditating on. Um, and, um, I really feel the presence of this, of this coming into my life soon, you know, because I've just like you, I've been in a journey for a long time. And at the end of the day, Yes, the, the, the two, there are two most important days, the day when you're born and the day when you understand why. And to me, that clarity of knowing why, strategy will follow. The first thing I need to know is why. Who is it that I'm helping? Who is it that I'm healing? And I'm trying to figure, figure it out and, and be okay with the messiness of the process and being okay to not knowing 
<laughs> that's yeah for that's anyone who thinks that this is a straight line and you just get from point a to point b and i'm really talking to mm-hmm. my old self i literally on my one note have a file called from point a to point b and the young 20 something year old in me like the she's endearing now but i look back and i'm like okay listen If I were to share one thing with my older self, it's that you can't plan your way through this. That was my plan. My plan was to plan my way through so that I could eventually find my purpose. And I know, okay, we're going to dig into that. But first, Elena, what's been your journey? Let's talk about our journeys with purpose. (laughs) And it's really fun because we're, you ebb and flow through all this stuff. And right now we seem to be at, a little bit of different places as it makes sense. Cause anytime you do big, <laughs> exciting travel, it gets you to yeah. look at your life in a different way. Well, what this journey here, and I'm having a lot of aha moments on this trip and there is a lot of synchronicities that I'm seeing and I'm letting go of a lot, a lot of things and learning to manifest and surrender. It's been an amazing trip, but what I am understanding now and internalizing more than ever is that finding your calling and your purpose, it never comes from a rational mind. It never comes from um, just like reading a book or analyzing a situation. What I'm understanding now, and I know it might sound weird, because I think the me two years ago, would when I would hear this, I would be like, what the hell is she talking about? But now I so understand and feel it um, that that knowing of what your purpose and calling in life is only comes from your subconscious. And the way you access it is not through your mind, Um it can't come because your mind is so conditioned. Your mind um, uh, is so rational. Um, you have to go use different modalities and different techniques. And it's different for everyone. The journey might look different, but you have to get into your body. You have to get into your intuition. You have to start listening to that inner voice. Um, and I am right now, I'm so connected to myself more than ever. Um, And perhaps because I am uh, outside of my usual box (laughs) and, and when you travel and when you uh, connect with new people, connect with nature, it's a totally different experience, but um, that um, opportunity to, um, first meditation, <laughs> meditation, yoga, and what I've been trying to do recently, I've met this amazing woman who's a trauma release and breath work coach. And I started mm-hmm. doing biodynamic breathing and that brought up, that connected me with my body and brought up so much emotion, um, which trumps healing. So, and, and from that place of connection to yourself, Um, comes a lot of information that's being downloaded by me right now. So that's why I'm just elaborating on why am I feeling like I'm getting closer and closer to really that inner knowing about, you know, why am I here? What am I here to do? Okay. What makes me so (laughs) curious, and of course, I'm going to answer these questions myself too, but I think if we really back it up, you know, I'd be curious to see, how did you have a yearning to find purpose in the first place? Mm. Oh, I think it comes from suffering always. <laughs> Good one. It yeah. never it never comes from joy. I think it comes from not being in comfort with where you are. Mm-hmm. Um and I know you and I often talk about how we um, choose most of the time to ignore that voice and to numb it with whatever is around us, the, the food, the alcohol, TV, shopping, mm-hmm. busyness. But if we sit with that discomfort 
we really hear hear the yearning and we 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 really start following the clues um and this is how we get to the essence of it beautiful what's what's basically right <laughs> yeah how do you how do you feel about it where is the yearning coming from when yeah. when did it come for you Oh my gosh, so long ago, probably because I was suffering. <laughs> I think you like really exactly. hit the nail on the head with that one. Yeah, I've had quite a journey with purpose. And it's actually interesting that the word that meant so much to me is a word that I'm trying to, in a way, dispel for people because Okay, let me let me back it up first. So let's talk about my journey with purpose. So it was a long time. I was a teenager. I was probably 16 when I first kind of had that inkling that it came in the form of, I meant for something bigger. I think I meant mm. for something more. And whether it really be some cosmic universal energy that I was connecting to, or whether I just felt really crappy because I was really, really shy and it felt like I wasn't meeting my full potential. Either way, that seed had been planted in my head in at a pretty young age. And what that did for me, yeah, let's call that did for me, was that it made the feeling of suffocation very clear of the mm. rules of society, the rules of the game that we grow up with, which is for me, what I was taught was that when, like number one, not if, but when you go to university and like as if there would ever be a possibility for you to take a year off to think about who you really are, that was not something that was available to me with my social groups, definitely mm -hmm. not with my parents. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and, and the name of the game was always to graduate, get a good job, mm -hmm. get married, have kids, and then, then you've made it. And I always wondered, number one, because what I lived in, in terms of the rules of the games, was that when you, again, not if, when you go to university, you choose your major. And whatever it is that you major in is defining the rest of your life, like the next 40 or 60 years of your working life. Mm -hmm. and, and then you, you know, graduate get married, have kids, and then that's life. And that was the second thing that I was like, but then what happens after kids? Because like, <laughs> I, I was always confused. I was like, but then what happens after kids? Like, then what do you do? Then what does that Then mean? who are you? What is your then, identity? <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm, I'm so glad that I didn't really realize what the then was back then, because I think that would have made me implode on the inside. I wanted to get out. There was something bigger. That's all I could come up with. There's something bigger. I meant for something more. There's got to be more than this. And if I had realized that the then what of this storyline or this path that I had been put on, and that was actually something that was told to me a lot, I paved this path for you. I cleaned it all up. All you have to do is walk it. And I'm like, I don't want to walk it though. I don't, I don't want the clean paved path. I want the one that my heart's calling out to. And that was always um, a point of contention. So it, the, the, then you have kids, the after what is what many people fall into, which is then you play the role that you're supposed to. Then you be a good wife and a good mother. And then you should, probably volunteer for the PTA and make organic foods for the babies or whatever it is. And that really would have made me implode on the inside. So if I fast forward the story, because there's tons of bits and pieces in between to, but let's fast forward it to the point where, you know, I contemplate 16, right? I contemplated this until even after university. Then I did almost a decade of work in the corporate world. And mm -hmm. what I hoped would be true when I was 14 and got my first taste of working in a corporate office, it just didn't seem like everyone, anyone was happy. 
So that's, that was like the selling point that never stuck for me. People just seemed miserable. And you had phrases like daily grind or you work for the weekend, right? You know, work mm-hmm. for the week. I was like, but wait a minute. And I even did Friday, the cal- yay. <laughs> I did the calculate TGIF. Sunday blues. I, I, oh my God, Sunday blues are the worst. Mm-hmm. But I did the calculations so many times. I'm like, okay, listen, if you count sleep and then you look at work and then you look at the free time that you actually have, without the sleep work actually takes up 40 percent of your actual waking time oh my god you can't be miserable for that long you can't you just what kind of a life is that so i did the calculations multiple times and my hope (laughs) as like that security that like um what what do you like that safety stop you know how you get safety stop on like um power tools sometimes where you go too far it'll just shut off. I'm like, okay, I hope that the safety stop for me is that eventually my misery will get the worst of me. Like the best of me, I mean. Yeah, that's misery, how it works for most people. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. come on. It's got to be. My misery is going to get the best of me. And, you know, eight years in the corporate world and it did. My misery got the best of me. And listen, I think, I think that for some people that could be their purpose. That could be their calling, you know, like being a mom or yeah, working in a corporate world. If, if that is in alignment with, with who you are and if, if that's, it can be, but I, I'm totally with you on, the that inner knowing knowing because that's what i'm learning to listen to that's Mm -hmm. that and that's ultimately what we're talking about yeah that's i i don't think we i don't even think it's important to even separate the idea of a job and a purpose because they don't even it's (laughs) yeah not you you can be you can be working and you know liking or not liking what you do but your purpose and calling can be something completely completely different and something you're working towards or okay so actually first yes 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 you're right some i don't mean to knock um parenthood or corporate jobs in fact i look forward to parenthood one day but (laughs) the telltale sign whatever it is right the conventional way of how you're being told to do it is what well it's the should Whatever it is, if you feel like it's being imposed on you and it closes you up on the insides, we've talked about this multiple times, that body compass, it closes Mm -hmm. you up on the inside. Um, Yeah, that's probably not for you. Like, I mean, I look forward to parenthood now, but when I was 21, like, no, (laughs) definitely Mm -hmm. not. And I definitely didn't want that to be in my sights for any time in the near future. But that might not be the case for everyone else. Do what opens you up. It's not black and white. It's very much that inner connection. So how, I would love to know, how do you, how does one recognize what opens them up? Let's talk about that because, oh yeah, do what opens you up. But I feel like so many of us are so out of touch. We don't know what opens us up. And I think that's the issue. I think how do you access, how do you access the place of knowing Yes. Oh my gosh. That's going to be so good. So the first thing, actually, I kind of want to tell you guys now. Yeah, I think so. Because remember at the beginning, I said, yeah, the thing that I yearned for so much purpose is something that I'm trying to dispel for others. I thought that you find your purpose and then you are good for life, then you're happy, then you're fulfilled. Well, actually, the first learning lesson, number one, is that even in the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali and other such gurus say this, especially in the Eastern world of philosophy, they say, you know, sometimes, you know, like these Westerners look for enlightenment. They look for this purpose thing. And like, that's their be all end all. But that's just the beginning. That's just the beginning. And I really have lived that over the last number of years, that you find your purpose and that's the beginning. But number two, guess what? The target moves. So you don't find the one purpose. And just like Elena said, it doesn't attach to a job. It doesn't attach to anything because 
really what the purpose is, is in that interconnection, is in that connection with that knowing that you create for yourself so that you are creating in a perpetual presence or one of the, uh, what's that quote that we use in coaching? To be in perpetual response to our To whatever is present or yeah, in front of what, you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah. I, I, I hear you. Um, I agree with you, but to make it more accessible, what I, and actually it's something I mentioned to you before we started this conversation that I spend an hour meditating on purpose before this podcast, Mm -hmm. because I really want to speak from my heart. And what came up for me is that, you know, how do you access that what do you really want? I think the problem is not knowing what you want, because to me, like, where's that clarity come from? And the difference between what you should want and what you really want. And that's what we're talking about that, you know, the society tells you that you should want A, B, C, D, a big house, kids, marriage, um, money. That's what you should want. And so you confuse that, with what you really want. And what you really want is can only be accessed when you detach from your mind, right? When you really go deep within, um, when you heal your, your past <laughs> or work with your emotional life, um, and only then you access that place. And in coaching, we do this exercise called your ideal day, mm-hmm. when you really de- detach from... Um, what what you think you should have or want and go deep into how does your ideal day, how do you want to feel and what is it that surrounds you? What objects, what do you do? Basically, the question becomes, what would you do if you had all the money in the world, if you didn't have to work, right? And you go mm-hmm. deep subconsciously into that to see what is it that your talent, basically your calling is how do you share your talent with the world? Um, if there wasn't a conditioning and, um, you know, the famous Paulo Coelho, um, quote that when you really want something and I might butcher it right now, but when you really want something, the whole universe conspires, uh, in helping you get it right. But, but you really need to know what it is that you want. The problem is that we don't know what we want. So how Mm. do you know that you want that? And I think to me, what I started paying attention is, the energy behind what I do. So basically passion. If I'm doing something without an enthusiasm, to spell it out easily for everyone, if you're doing something without an enthusiasm, it's not what you're meant to do. That's the answer. Because when you're passionate about something, it just flows out of you. Yeah. You so- you lose a sense of time. It flows with effortless ease. Mm-hmm. That's your, that's your, you lose a s- sense of time. It just, you're in the flow and I live for those moments and I'm trying to now catch those moments and really register. Oh, so that, you know, that conversation or when I was doing this or when I was talking to this person, it really energized me. And that are the breadcrumbs (laughs) for now. These are breadcrumbs that I'm collecting to be, um, you know, to, to, at the end of the day, come to a conclusion because right now I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I am seeking. I'm not at the point where I can say, oh, this is my passion. This is my calling. You know, Mm -hmm. I know it for sure. I don't, but I can sense that I'm going to get there. I know it because I'm working relentlessly on it. And I'm really working um, on, on, on detaching, on surrendering, on connecting with myself. So I think to, yeah, to, to basically go back to how do you know uh, you, you don't know because it, has, it shouldn't come from the mind. It should come from the heart. It should come from the gut. Yeah. I like the word calling actually, or a heart's calling more than purpose, Mm -hmm. but also, also though, it's like, how do you know? It's like (laughs) that knowing look that your yoga teachers give you. 
you know, I hated that look, <laughs> by the way. I hated it because I would actually go around asking anyone who I thought had some wisdom to share about what in the world should I do with my life. And they'd always look at me knowingly and say, you know. And now I go and it's look like at people. when you know, you will know. <laughs> like, Is that the thing? No, like you already know. So now oh, I go around yeah. looking at people being like, you already know. And I mean it. It's true. But you're right. Let's make this accessible. The thing that helped me out the absolute most, you're going to love this, was the desire map. That mm. is where you can start. So if you haven't heard of the book yet, it's The Desire Map by Danielle Laporte. And what that book helped me do was navigate that exact question, what do you want? And actually, I ended up mm -hmm. becoming a desire map facilitator for a few years. My favorite quote from that book, because it says it so succinctly in just a quote, is that anything that you want any goal, any accomplishment, any material or non-material, any relationship, whatever it is that you want, you want it because you think you're going to feel a certain way. And just like that ideal exercise that you mentioned, therein lies the key. How do you want to feel? How do you want to feel? You want a relationship because you want to feel loved and cared for or caring for you want that office job probably because you want to feel validated or valued and yeah, or just status quo and secure and maybe that's what you want to yeah. settle for yeah and i always like to look at it the opposite way too because sometimes it's hard to be like what wait what do you mean everything that i want leads to something no i actually just want that thing what are you talking about i just want that promotion yeah i just do there's no feeling behind it well think about the time because i know there has been a time we've made it this far in your life where you wanted something you thought it was gonna like change your life a skincare cream an eyeshadow whatever and media tends to do that right buy this pair of shoes then you'll find the love of your life or whatever it is and you think it's gonna change your life and you finally get your hands on it and it's kind of anticlimactic you're like oh, mm -hmm. okay let's wait for the next hit but what are you really looking for it's that feeling so start there and start creating a relationship with your feelings and emotions. Mm -hmm. And the feeling comes never comes from success. The, the feeling of that elation from success is very short lived, right? The, the long, um, the feeling of joy, that, that more substantial feeling, it, it comes from service. If you look at the feelings in the in the desire map even right like mm -hmm. it never comes from external material things it comes from when when you serve and you get that feedback that's mm -hmm. where most of the that fulfillment comes from and i love that you mentioned success because there is no mm -hmm. definition of success what is success you need to define that but it's things like that, that if at the very first kind of list that you do of things that you think you might want, that gives you clues to where you're living in the shoulds, because someone might put down, I want success. And it's like, okay, well, what does success mean? And then you write it down to get a good job, to earn this much. And then you think, and then you have to ask yourself, is this your definition of success or was it someone else's that you've learned from mm. uh, definition of success? Yeah. So I think, okay, what do we have? Just trying things. Yeah. And then you just got to try it. And then you might do like 10 things that really don't light you up. And you're like, whoa, what is this? Then you get to the 11th thing and it's pretty amazing. So you just got to try things out. Get in touch with your feelings and emotions and actually start creating a relationship with them. And everything that you think you do want, really tap into why is it that you want it? What? How does it feel to have it? How does it feel to be in Costa Rica, you know, before <laughs> you, before you got there? How does it feel? Um, what was the thing that I wanted? Oh, Okay. And then Elena, you mentioned the subconscious mind and inner knowing. We should dive mm. deeper into that because <laughs> that part is like, people are probably perking up being like, yeah, 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 yeah. Inner knowing, like subconscious yeah, well, mind. How do well, you do one it? of the things, 
one of the things that also resonated me with me from from the meditation is that you know when um if you if if you won't be having a dream if you didn't have the resources inside of you to fulfill the dream i love it right mm-hmm. like that's that's the thing about having those dreams it's just the dream has to come from you not from your conditioning so and this is why i feel like figuring out your purpose or calling in life this is so this is such a long journey i don't think there is one recipe i think it's a journey that looks very different for for everyone and you have to go through your um through through your personal struggles and suffering and mistakes and to to be a, and and go through different modalities again to to be able to get to where you need to be to me breath work right now is something that i've discovered for myself and i see how that connection with my body manifests into my trauma coming out mm-hmm. um and really analyzing and working with me and and then you think what's the connection if, with trauma and purpose right if there is a direct connection because i do feel like all that conditioning when you strip the layers of the conditioning and free yourself up you're getting so much closer to your true self and you're getting so much closer to getting to know what it is that you want yeah. right because all of that that was sort of blind it blinds you yeah i absolutely so okay let me say this to the uh, the breath work first off absolutely yeah. we carry implicit memory and our implicit memory is carried in our bodies and that's why somatic healing is really important so by somatic healing i mean uh, body healing it's not just in mm-hmm. your mind it's not just talk therapy that you need it's that's why yoga is mm-hmm. so great for you too because it clears out the blockages and that in itself your subconscious lives in your body that's the implicit memory and then to your note on purpose i actually see it a little bit differently. Yes, go now go. That, <laughs> and I and I'm saying this like totally still fully understanding what that feeling is like when you don't quite know where your north star is located just yet. It's frantic and you're like where the hell is it? Come on, come on. But when we call it life purpose, which I used to call it as well, or like my purpose in life, which sometimes I still say, it makes it sound like this whole big thing. When in truth, we should really just take on the words right now to it. What is your purpose right now? What is the calling right now? Because like that old quote, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Yeah, and I love it. I got to tell you, yeah, that I'm saying this quote now, but I, I walked into my therapist's office. So like the first therapist I ever had, the first therapy mm-hmm. session I ever went to, I walked into her office and I told her what was going on with me. I was suffering. And I'm like, listen, I just want this fixed. I know that technically it's about the journey and not the destination. I just want to get there. So let's just get me there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like yeah, the sorry, girl. I came <laughs> from. And now truly, because it's layer by layer, the other popular thing that people say, peeling back the onion, peeling back the layers. Yeah, it'll come when you're ready. But right now, exactly right now is exactly where you need to be. And what you need to do is just feel into what you're called to do right now. And then yeah. the next thing will unfold in the next thing. I love that addition right now. What am I feeling called to do right now? And that actually grounds you and makes you feel into your body and makes yeah. you feel into the present moment and makes you um, take a next step based on the present moment. And that's the whole point. Yeah. Not on scarcity of yesterday or fear of tomorrow but on the okayness of right now, on the perfection of right now. <laughs> and what's radical is that at the end of the day, what we really for real want to do is to be okay. We want to be happy, but like first, we're like, we just want to be okay. 
And actually, Amber Goodenough, one of our coaching friends, gives like, she said this in one of our talks, and it was such a great visual. And she said, you know, we have this image in our minds of how life should look like, right? And and we're sitting here like, okay, it's going to be straight, then a right turn, then a left, and then like, you take a little circle and whatever, you get there. That's what we think should happen. So we keep trying to force it. And yet Mm -hmm. the universe has this intricate plan. I think of it like a Disneyland or a California park where everything is beyond what you can imagine. It's an intricate map of all the adventures and experiences, wonderful experiences that you would have throughout. But then you sit here trying to force your plan of like, go right, then left, then loop-de-loop, and then you get there, wherever there is. You keep trying to force it. But you don't see the bigger map, the detailed map of what's meant for you. And I'm saying this because when you go out and you start exploring things and you're saying, okay, what are you girls talking about? Like what's calling out to me right now? Well, it said that I should go take a paint class and that paint class sucked and it was such a waste of time. Why would I ever do that again? Who knows where that paint class would have taken you? Who knows who you were supposed to meet or insight that you were supposed to get you know, you don't until later until it's hindsight so just trust in the process yeah. yeah trusting the process but also i'm really trying to honor how i feel at the moment and learn to to follow that and say no when it doesn't feel right to do and don't <laughs> compromise my integrity and like even i you know what happened to me recently which I I really am proud of myself. So I was in a restaurant and I ordered, I was very hungry. So I ordered more than I could eat. And then I also ordered a chocolate cake on nice. top of that. Yes. And um, I took a little bite of that cake and I realized that I, something, my internal voice was like, nope, it, you shouldn't be. And then I just, you know, I stopped. And I was like, that means honoring your inner self because I'm such a compulsive eater. I love sugar, (laughs) right? So to me, I could be full and keep eating that chocolate cake. And I, I just said no. And this is, I think we talked about this in one of the episodes. It's really honoring what, what is it that I need right now? How is it that I'm feeling right now and making your next choice based on that mm-hmm. um and i think our yeah our life is just a string of those moments of integrity mm-hmm. with yourself always yeah and how do you how are you honoring yourself in this moment and something <laughs> life lifelong learning <laughs> yeah um being aware of that yeah. Well, in it might not sound as glamorous and glitzy as you really want it to sound when we talk about purpose, but if I were to give you the answer of what our purpose is, it's to be present and what I learned from my 2019 uh, compilation of interviews that I did on my other podcast, Curious Monkey, just be yourself, be present and be yourself. And quite honestly, that really is the purpose of our lives, to continue finding out that first pivotal question that we come to ask ourselves, who am I? Well, who are you? And starting to create a connection with that. And the deeper you get into understanding who you are, staying true to yourself and staying in your integrity, meaning that you say what you mean, you mean what you say, and you fall into the trust of life, which essentially is the trust of yourself, that you will lead yourself to all the right places when you need to. It actually doesn't matter so much what you're doing, who you're with, and even in a sense, like what experiences that you've had, because the best experience that you can have is the one where you've created a loving and compassionate relationship with yourself yeah yeah be yourself and yeah, that's the the whole point of our podcast I know, right? and, it's, and it sounds it sounds so easy be yourself but it but it's mm-hmm. not simple right so 
So some of the obstacles that actually also came up to me in that meditation that I did, um, and these are some wisdoms from Mr. Chopra, who mm. I love and quote a lot, but it resonated a lot with me because there are some obstacles to becoming yourself. And, and let's, let's just say becoming yourself means finding your purpose, I think, at the end of the day, or knowing your calling. This is what we're aiming for at the yeah. end of the day. And then so, vice versa. Oh, it's one of those Yoda things because your purpose, your calling is to be yourself. So, yeah. So the obstacles, one of the, the first obstacle is our tendency to look outward for success, for achievements, for possessions, for those external rewards, right? Um, that's, that's number one, when we look outward instead of looking inside. Um, the second obstacle is the fact that we're seeking for conformity, not to stand out, because standing out means being a weirdo, means being discussed, being talked about behind your back. Mm-hmm. So what we're trying to do is we try to follow that strict path that society prescribed to us. And when you're aware of the path, that path, you feel like, oh, I'm doing something wrong. I shouldn't be. And you go back into that rut. Um, And finally, just simple fear of failure and self-doubt that takes us off. and, And that imposter or that, you know, inner critic that we talked, talk about a lot like the moment you start dreaming you know what came what came up to me comes up when I meditate on the subject of my purpose and my ideal day for some reason I see um and and this is something I wasn't planning to share but I'll just it come came up to me so what I see for myself often is that I'm talking from to to a big audience I'm Mm -hmm. on the stage and I'm talking to a big audience when I see myself being uh, on that stage and I get deep into that visualization, I see that as part of my dharma, my calling. And then sometimes when I go deep into that, my rational mind immediately comes and says, what the hell are you thinking about? That's not what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Are you crazy? Right? So it's very important to recognize and see when that voice comes in. Like I'm so aware when that bullshit voice comes in, when that rational mind kicks in and not letting it ruin this for you, because um, that is your true self talking to you when you let yourself dream and see those things. Because again, if you're able to dream it, you are able to achieve it. And I believe Mm -hmm. that for myself as well. So I'm letting myself dream about these things and see how, um, how universe is going to give me opportunities to fulfill those things. Because manifestation is again something you and I I believe both believe in and I've seen some evidence of of how things I've manifested came to life yeah it can be magical it could be the connection with the universe or your spirit guides or if you want to think about it on more of a concrete way it's the brain looks for what you tell it to If you're going to put your focus on what it is that you want, how it's going to feel and how incredible it is, those opportunities are going to come knocking at your door because that's what your brain's looking for. And then if you're looking for all the reasons why it's never working out for you and why is life so shitty, then you're going to be given reasons for why nothing works out for you and why life is so shitty because that's where you put your focus. Exactly. Yeah, I think... The most important thing that we've talked about today really is that interconnection, developing a relationship with your feelings and your emotions, really tuning into that inner self. Stop looking externally. Seriously, stop looking externally and really tune into what's going on within you. Because whether you are finding your purpose, oh, and also there is no destination, by the way, there never is quite an end point. There's a general direction, which is your North Star. And what's so important And part of the calling in the first place is creating that inner connection. And just like you said, magical, Elena, which is to follow, like, follow your integrity, follow what feels right to you in the moment. Cause I'm on the point, I'm at the point where 
my North star is like blazing bright. It's like right in front of my eyeballs. And I'm like, yeah, it's right there. I just go that way. And yet every day I still deal with self-doubt. I still deal with imposter syndrome. I still deal with, I should do these 10,000 things, even though my soul is telling me that I should just chill and do nothing, which Mm -hmm. I have a story about that, but we'll share that another day. But It always is, whether you know where that North Star is or not, whether you know what's calling out to you or not, it's always going to be a practice of following that, we could call it intuition as well, inner wisdom, that guidance that comes from within. So you may as well start now. And actually, on that note, why don't we end off the conversation by giving everyone an example of when it felt right. Like, you know how at the very beginning you were saying how at those instances where we have followed our calling or we've kind of stepped right into the sweet spot of what that calling or purpose is, things just happen and it's just like effortless. So what's an example of that in your life? Maybe you start and I'll think about it in the meantime. I need to think about this. Yeah. I Okay. So for me, I think about two, maybe three big instances in my life. I'm sure there are tinier ones where it's like, you know, that, that, that was easy button. It's like, oh, okay. It's just finished. I guess I was aligned. But I think three instances, one was creating my podcast, one was yoga teacher training, and one was coaching. So with my yoga teacher training, I'll start there. It was incredible. I think that was the first time I felt what flow and alignment really felt like. It preceded my podcast. It actually is what inspired me to do my first podcast. But what was incredible about yoga teacher training was that everything I learned, number one, wasn't hard. It just felt like information that I knew that I was like, oh, there's a place for this. Oh, yeah. No matter what they talked about, they're talking about like past lives or talking before I was even into this stuff, past lives, your chakras, your energy centers. I'm like, yeah, 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 of course. Yes, yes, yes. Like I'd never heard of that before, but still like, yeah, of course, absolutely makes sense. And I just took to it like water. And that was the same thing with coaching. Like, I mean, of course it took practice. This, it doesn't happen overnight. Of course it took practice. Of course it was something that uh, you kind of like hone your skill at and there's this art form, but everything that we learn, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That totally makes sense. Tell me more, teach me more to the point where we were doing one of those practice sessions and the master coach, our teacher who was in my group was like, so you practice coaching and they're supposed to give you feedback. He's like, uh, I have nothing to say for you. Like, that was seamless. You're good. Good job. Oh, "Oh, okay. So I knew that was my calling because number one, it opened me up. And number two, it was so seamless. Now the podcast I saved for last because it's not something that I thought was very aligned. Like, I mean, it was a great idea. It was an inspiration. I have a whole story about it, how it was meant for me, but it always felt clunky because you know what? I put my rational mind in it and I try to implant my map of what it's supposed to look like. It's supposed to be straight, right turn, left turn, then loop-de-loop to the end, right? No, says the universe. And I'm still learning to take the ride with my podcast. But now that it's been a few, the first one I started, now that it's been a few years, and especially since we started this podcast together, the Becoming Yourself podcast, I realize now all the things that I didn't give myself credit for were kind Mm -hmm. of like big deals. They were kind of like that flow. Like number one, I just up and learned several different new softwares and, and sound recording. And this, I just found out this year, I know I live under a rock. I just found out this year that voice recording is actually a whole industry and there's like a whole bunch of like stuff to go with it. But I, and I'm not saying that like my sound recording is like perfect or anything. Thank goodness. I didn't know it was a whole industry. I think I would have held myself to that standard, but then I just like did it and it just, and it worked. worked. (laughs) What? Yeah. Not everything in my life works like that. I'll tell you that much. Okay. How about you? Oh, 
Oh, while I was listening to you, I wasn't even thinking of myself. <laughs> but <laughs> but I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. I don't think I can give you right now a very specific. Actually, I do have a specific example of how I've manifested something. But going back to purpose, because I'm I'm seeking. I'm on the journey of seeking. I have to. I know for sure that. I feel most alive when I am learning about personal development and when I'm able to share that knowledge um, and I, in some shape or form, whether I write about it or I talk about it or just like, you know, share it with a friend. And when I see someone getting it with me, this is what gives me the strongest feedback and satisfaction and fulfillment. So I know for me, that's, that's my North star mm-hmm. when I, uh, when I'm in that space. So I, I know that somewhere there, my calling lies. And speaking of manifesting, I, I totally manifested living like living and spending this winter on the beach yeah despite all the odds of this being (laughs) this being a really weird time um and i actually i couldn't imagine it but i i've been just visualizing my life on the beach and um feeling the sand and feeling the sun and feeling the air um on my skin and just like being grateful for already having all of that and just surrendering and letting the universe figure out the the rest and you know stars aligned and I'm here and I sometimes just can't believe that this is reality but I know that I've I've created this in my mind by by thinking about it and um it feels so in the flow I feel so aligned Yes, I think this is the biggest example <laughs> or most recent example for you so far. Huge. It's amazing that you had a conversation in passing. The seed was planted. It awoke it woke something up in you, awakened something in you. And mm-hmm. then all the pieces came together so that you can yes. actually be here for not one week, not two weeks, but for the whole winter. Yeah. Yeah, that, I know. And and I have to say I think that is purpose. Like you manifested it, but that's also part of your purpose. It's so aligned. But see, All yeah, this the- is this is exactly what okay. I was talking about because I actually wanted it from within. Yes, I knew exactly what I wanted. And when you know exactly why you, what you wanted and why you wanted, mm-hmm. this is when you can ask the universe and, and surrender for the universe to arrange the details. And yes, I've worked hard for it. There was a lot of logistics involved and um, I had a lot of fears and certain thoughts came up and, oh, I won't be able to do it like for, for a gazillion reasons, whatever. But uh, when I actually put myself in that space of manifestation and visualization and gratitude for, for something that I imagine I already have. Mm -hmm. This is where, you know, the quantum field arranges things for you. And Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's what you said is pure magic. I really do think, and I do now that I've seen the evidence of it and I know that it freaking works. um, (laughs) I I know that things are possible as long as they come with the right intention from within. Mm -hmm. It's it's an example also of what's calling out to you right now. You knew that Mm -hmm. was calling out to you. You didn't know that you would meet a wonderful human who does breath work and could bring you so much closer to your own inner connection. You didn't know that this was going to burst you open into kind of realizations about your own purpose and your own seeking. Mm -hmm. It just Mm -hmm. was calling out to you right now. We're at that moment. And now look, yeah. Unlike what, so, and here's a good example of saying what would, would not have worked. 
for example, so I was manifesting something that I really wanted from within. If I was manifesting a house because my parents think I should be having that by now and I feel scarcity and I feel like I should be having that house because society wants me to have it and I would start manifesting it because it's not an aligned, because it comes from the rational mind. Mm -hmm. That's what you, I strongly believe that this is when manifestation is not going to happen because it's, it's not the place it's coming from. It's Mm -hmm. coming from conditioned mind. Mm -hmm. But when, when your desire comes from what you truly want and that place can only be accessed in, in silence. And when your rational mind is turned off. Yeah this is when pure magic happens. Yeah. And to even break it down a little bit and let's sprinkle a little bit of this desire mapping in there that mm-hmm. if we are, cause I'm guessing someone out there is listening and they're like, Oh my gosh, I want this thing, but it's like far <laughs> from my reach. And Oh, how am I supposed to like do all this? That's a tall order. Well, again, let me throw that quote back at you. Everything that you want, whatever goal, whatever accomplishment, whatever success you're looking for, you want it because you think you're going to feel a certain way. So if you can just narrow down how that's going to feel for you, and not only is that getting you in touch with your feelings and emotions, which inevitably will bring you to that place of true desire, the desire from within, it's going to give you a little bit of a compass. So uh, for example, if you wanted to also go travel to a wonderful new country, how does that feel? Maybe it feels open-hearted and free and relaxed. Great. Take those. Those are your nuggets. Work with them and find reasons right now. That's part of the manifesting as well to feel open-hearted and free and relaxed. There is something, even if it's just a little thing, even if it's letting yourself go for a three-hour walk or whatever, instead of doing your usual whatever should-dos, have-to-dos at night, you could tap into that. And the more you tap into that, again, that's how you tune into manifestation and the energy of the universe. Or if you want to do it the other way, again, what you pay attention to is what the brain's going to look for so that you'll build that up. And before you know it, off you go. Big new adventures. Yeah. It sounds easy, but (laughs) the steps are easy. The steps are simple. No, the steps are simple, but it's not easy. Listen, this reminded me of a very powerful metaphor um, that I heard about, you know, most of us are walking in these lives, like we are in a dark room, right? Like we don't see, we just stumble on things. Right. Um, yeah. What it takes is to find that switch within us that just turns on that flashlight that mm-hmm. helps us seek. And that's, and that has a snowball effect because with that flashlight, you can see a lot more, you can walk, it's easier to start walking. And that flashlight for me is that personal development work Mm -hmm. that I started doing. So um, yes, inner work is a long process and it doesn't look the same for everyone. And the journey looks different for everyone. But I am so grateful that I started this journey, uh, you know, three or four years ago and how far I've gone with that flashlight. But the beauty of that flashlight is at the end, you can find a switch and just turn the light on. And I think this is the day when you, that supreme moment of destiny, when you know what your purpose is, what your life calling is. And then once you find that switch and turn it on, lights go on, go on. And you're in complete light, like in a light room. And then all of your action on all of your steps are aligned with your being. Yeah. And now you don't have to stumble. <laughs> you don't have to be in the dark looking for who knows what. Then you see clearly yourself. You, you can see clearly what it is that you want to do. And, be, and now you, you can see everything around you and all your actions are aligned and you're in the flow. That's sort of metaphorically how I see that finding purpose um, thing. (laughs) Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yes. 
you know, this isn't, I know this isn't going to be our only conversation on manifesting and purpose. And we're probably going to talk about it more some somewhere down the future. But for today, I think this is a great place to wrap up. So thank you to everyone who's listening in. We love hanging out with you at the Becoming Yourself podcast. If you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe. We live everywhere, Spotify, Apple. And actually, if you're inclined to, we would appreciate it so much if you could rate and review us on Apple iTunes. That is actually the best way for people to find out about this. This community. So when you rate and review, you're really helping us spread the word. And for that, we would appreciate it so much. Yes. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Thank you, Veronica, for this conversation. I loved talking about it. This is so top of mind, I feel like, for both of us. And I hope some of the stuff that we said resonated with you guys. We always look for feedback and for two you know it's a two-way street so if you if you have anything to share with us we would love to hear from you oh my goodness yes just dm us on instagram which by the way if you're not following us yet do it at by underscore podcast all righty until you lots next of time. love yeah and good vibes from costa rica Um, I'll send it from Canada. It's snowing and it's like (laughs) minus 30 degrees Celsius where I am right now. But still, warm vibes, lots of love. (laughs) Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye for now.